Welcome to the NRL Fantasy Podcast brought to you by UE Insurance. We answer 90% of calls within 20 seconds. Now that's an impressive stat. For a better insurance experience, think UE. Welcome back to the NRL Fantasy Podcast. Chris Kennedy in the studio with Don Brock, as always, to go through the round 13 teams. And uh, the teams that are named, well, we don't know if they're going to be the teams that run out or even if they're going to look anything like that because we've got State of Origin to be played in between now and when the round starts. Don, we'll start with the bye week. Did you salvage any sort of score from round 12? I had a pretty scrappy score, um, but that'll do. I'm happy that the bye week is finished. I'm happy that Origin's on this week, and I'm, I think, happier that uh, Tomololo went big when we named him captain on the weekend. So, um, yeah, looking forward to a few more games than four this, yeah, this week. As am I. Yeah, it was a good week not to get creative with your captaincy choice. Good job by Jason Tomololo. Let's crack, get cracking into some team lists. It starts off on Friday evening with the Bunnies up against the Knights. Now, we'll start with Seas. Obviously, they've named... Damien Cook and Cameron Murray, both of whom I believe are in both our teams. Um, Sam Burgess is named, and then to go under the knife after that, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to put him out for a couple of NRL games for a shoulder cleanup. Um, Cody Walker is named as well, if anyone's got him. Um, James Roberts gets his first game in South Colours. Uh, no return just yet for the likes of Alex Johnston, uh, Kyle Turner, um, a few other guys out injured, but um, it's reasonably good news at this point, you would say. Yeah, I mean, better than it could have been. They could have just left uh, Cook and Murray out straight away. Cook's the big uh, question mark. Um, he's in a lot of teams, obviously. He's the top-scoring fantasy player of the year, as he was last year. But, yeah, they're playing 6 p.m. Friday, which is uh, less than two days after Origin. is expected to play 80 minutes uh, in a very busy position in Origin 1. It's very hard to see him backing up for this one. Uh, Wayne Bennett's left out. Origin plays a lot in the past you know, direct in the round directly after Origin. So, and he said last week after the the loss to the Eels that he was going to be resting players through this period. Yeah. So if he's going to be resting anyone, Cook seems a prime candidate. So, yeah, be prepared to um, you know have someone else replacing him in your seventeen this week. The good news is that it's the first game yeah, of the round. Exactly. I mean, it's bad news because it's the shortest amount of time for them to back up, but it's good because we can all work out what's going on before we have to even pick our captains or anything like that. Yeah. Not that I'd be captaining Damien Cook this week with a yeah, few other options. Definitely don't make him captain. That's step one. <laughs> it's definitely know. step one. I mean, probably one of the not good news, but most of us have got, whether it's Cam Smith, Cameron McInnes, Reid Marnie, the, there's hooker cover for most of yeah. us on the bench somewhere. They take on the Knights. Uh, Callum Ponga and uh, David Clemmer named for them to back up. Obviously, they need to get through Origin as well. Um, Connor Watson was pretty sharp last week. He's the hooker while Danny Levi is out for six-ish weeks with an ankle injury. Mitchell Pearce, who has not been picked for Origin, has been absolutely killing it for the last, what, five games now? Yeah. Yeah, he's been uh, terrific, scoring heaps of tries, but playing well, you know, generally, aside from the tries. So, uh, scoring great. Hopefully, he keeps that up for his fantasy owners. Um, yeah, the the big three are the big three in fantasy as well. Him, Ponga, Clemmer, nothing's really changed on that front. Um, yeah, a few doubts about whether Ponga will back up for this one. Uh, Nathan Brown has kind of hinted that he probably won't. They're, they're training, you know, with an eye to leaving Ponga and Clemmer out. Uh, which, again, is bad news if you've got them in your fantasy team. Um, yeah, have some cover at the back. <laughs> cover you, at the back and keep yeah. an eye on uh, on late teams. Second Friday game is West Tigers up against the Raiders. Tigers have named Moses Embiid a backup from Origin. Uh, he's at fullback. 
Um, I think he's their only he's their only Origin player. Um, so yeah, not too yep. many changes for them. Otherwise, Chris Lawrence, a chance of his first game of the year on the bench. Um, we were thinking earlier in the year he was going to be bad news for Luke Garner, but he's been uh, unsighted since his concussion a few weeks ago. Um, Robbie Farah still concerns over him. Obviously, his last start was the the big worry in terms of his minutes. Jacob Little taking all of those. Yeah, so I guess we've got him in the cell bracket now based on mm. that. I mean, you know, if you've got him, maybe that was a one-off and it won't happen again in the next, what, 12, 13 rounds. But you would have to expect Little getting a few more minutes uh, in the second half of the season, which probably makes Farah a non-keeper from now on in. Um, yeah, so maybe one to sell. You might have more urgent sells this week with a few players, you know, out, a few cash cows out that we'll mention. Um, but, yeah, one on the trade block in the next couple of weeks. They take on the Raiders. Uh, Jack Whiten named to back up at 5'8". Nick Kotrick named to back up at centre. He's a, a freshly minted dual position player. Uh, Josh Papali also named to back up from Queensland duty in the front row. John Bateman came back with a bang mm-hmm. last week. Was it 61? I think he finished up yep. with a try, so pretty handy stuff for him. Um, and Chance Equal Clockstat provided a really handy bi-week score yeah, as well. Really good score, 63 from him as well. Um, Silva Havili was another pretty good performer. Um, a bit of a cash cow option last week, scored in the mid-40s. Dual position as well. Dual now. position as well. Um, so he looks pretty solid as long as uh, Josh uh, Hutchins stays out of the team for a while. So, yeah, all good options. Bateman, a lot of people will rush back into their teams now if they've traded him out a few weeks ago. His break-even still pretty high, 67, I think. So it's pretty achievable for him as well, though. So. Yeah, so, I mean, if if money's tight, you could give it a week, but it's hard to see him dropping too much on his current price tag. So, yeah, I reckon if you can, get him into your team as soon as possible. Yeah, and it allows you to play two gun centres yeah. alongside Britton Nakora, who should be in pretty much every team at this point. So that's um, a big problem to not have if you've got those two guys in your, your centre position. Yep. The uh, the next game is the Warriors up against the Storm on Saturday over at Mount Smart Stadium. Um, Roger Tuovasashek, I think, uh, it's not the week to buy him just yet, but he's going to be a popular trade-in target over the next few weeks as he drops a bit of cash ahead of that round 16 bye week. Uh, Lachlan Burr, I think, is probably a sell and not too much else going on fantasy-wise. Patrick Herbert's still making coin. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Burr on the bench uh, means he's probably a sell. I think his break-even's in the 40s. Um, yeah, RTS, uh, again, like uh, Bateman, high-ish break-even. I think it's in the 70s, so more likely he drops uh, in the next few weeks. Even if he gets some solid scores, you know, 45 a couple of times, he'll drop a lot. Um yeah, so one to snap up in the next few weeks before round 16, as you say. I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. You planning on getting two of us to check in the next few rounds? He's on the, the trade-in list, yeah. the watch list. Yeah, certainly not this week, but um, before round 16 is the uh, is the plan. They take on the Storm, who I think have named all of their Origin representatives to back up as well, so another one to keep on the late mail if you've got any of them. Um, otherwise, Ryan Pappenhausen, a few people jumped on. Mm. He's made some quick coin, but still on the bench. Didn't get too many minutes last start against the um, the Bulldogs. Um, Kenny Bromwich is still scoring reasonably Have we well. made a des- decision yet on whether Bromwich is the real deal? I'm just going to keep not making a decision until eventually he isn't the real <laughs> I'm definitely team. not by him, but <laughs> he scored 53 points a game. Uh, Joe Stimson, who's on the bench, I think, again this week, uh, he's signed with the Bulldogs from next season, so... Bromwich is obviously the man from here on out. So, yeah, I mean, if you've if you've got him, he's look like looks like he's going to be a pretty solid scorer from from mm. now on. Still not quite in that top tier of fantasy guns in the forwards, yeah. but yeah, 
no reason why he can't keep pumping out these decent scores. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Cameron Smith uh, with no origin duties is probably one of the real captaincy yeah. options this week. Um, Cameron Munster in plenty of teams named to back up, obviously. Keep an eye on the late mile for him. The Sharks take on the Eels on uh, Saturday afternoon out there at Points Bet Stadium. A uh, few talking points from the Sharks. So... First of all, Sean Johnson and Wade Graham both named in the reserves list. Um, so we're we'll waiting through the week to see whether they come into the starting side. We think if Wade Graham does play, he'll probably get introduced via the bench for his first game back. So no, um, I think also his his spot's left edge, which is where Kurt Capewell's been playing, and Britton Nakora looks like he's shored up a, a right side role. So I dare say it's Capewell that gets moved around once Wade Graham is back in the team. Uh, and if Sean Johnson plays, then it would be Kyle Flanagan to make away. Yeah, I think so. Um, if I had to guess, I would say, well, Johnson, I think he's been, his comeback's been brewing the last few weeks, weeks, so I think he'll start, but we'll wait and see. Um, and yeah, as you say, Flanagan becomes a likely sell at that point. Um, Capral probably goes, as you said. Um, yeah, I think Nakora is absolutely safe. He's been... He'll be the Rookie of the Year at this yeah. at this stage. Um, Great combination on that right side with Sean Johnson, assuming he comes back as well. Yeah, he's playing under a coach that really rates, you know, his, as coach of the young players at this club for the last few years, and he's going to give them all the chances he uh, he can. So I think he's very safe. Um, the other player, I don't know if you mentioned, uh, Bronson Sherry's now. Looks like he's going to start making pretty decent cash. He's made a little bit already, but that um, mm. hat-trick and what he got, 50-odd, 57 maybe. He said two quite decent game. scores and then a few sort of average-ish scores. Yeah, which is going to happen for a centre, but um, he's coming up a good one. Break-even is down around 12, so he should make some good money in the next few weeks. Um, for feeder a captaincy option, I guess. For feeder a captaincy option, of course. It's been a little while since he's had a massive score, but he's certainly one of those top three mm. or four players. And hopefully he's... Uh, Hemi's sort of not yeah. too bad after a bit of a rest. Uh, they take on the Eels, who got the better of the understrength South, South Sydney Rabbitohs last week. Um, no major changes there, I, I think don't think. no changes at all. They've got Nathan Brown in the reserves. Yeah, he's, so he's one. once he's uh, available, he'll be straight into the team because they've been missing him since he did his peck at the start of the season. Um, Mitch Moses put on a boomer, mm. um, as he can do every now and again, which was certainly handy in a bye week for those that had him. Is he is he in the Kenny Bromwich bracket of his average is good he averages 52 this year yeah. it's still hard to quite wrap your head around the idea of him being a you know a keeper because um, yeah. he's always been fairly inconsistent and he's playing at a Neil's team that's struggled a bit again this year but you know that that average is pretty good you just have to take the good with the bad yeah he's had good runs before and I could yeah. kind of make a case for him for, for overall coaches but I think for a head-to-head coach knowing that he could come out and put in 30 on any given week is probably a a bit too much of a risk. And there are quite a lot of 50-point halves this year. Yeah. Uh, look, there's about 10, I think. More so. consistent ones as yep. well. Um, Micah Sivo put in a, mm. a decent score in the bike, which was handy. Um, still probably a sell. Yeah, we were talking about, about this off-air beforehand. I, I would normally have him as a sell, but with Kalen Ponga likely mm. to miss out this week, Tedesco a chance of missing out as well. Suddenly, uh, unless you've got two other winger fullbacks in your reserves... Um, 
people could end up with you know 16 plays if they don't have mm. uh, a few. So yes, Siva might be worth holding. It's tricky with Tedesco. We'll come to is that he plays on Sunday, so we won't know for him whether he's in or out. But um, yeah, the safe option could be keeping Sivo just as pure backup this round. Yeah, I mean that's the position that that's the position that I'm in. I've got Ponga and Tedesco both are uh, who knows, and then uh, Micah Sivo and Zach Lomax both in the um, in the non-playing reserves who'll end up counting if both the Origin guys don't back up. So that's probably the the plan moving forward. Um, it's probably about covers it. Reed Marnie's still chugging along at, at hooker. Yep, no need to sell him at the moment. Uh, last Saturday game, the Cowboys up against the Sea Eagles. Poor old Cowboys cannot take a trick with their back line. They've lost um, mm. Giller Mosby to a, a broken collarbone and um, uh, Jordan Carhu to a shoulder issue. They're both out for probably at least four weeks. Michael Morgan has not only been named to back up, but he's named as the, the new fullback. Not sure what it's going to do to his scores. I don't see them being radically different, yeah. I don't think. Um, probably worth holding this week if you've still got him, but most of us have sold him by now. Yeah, um, and the other big story, as we mentioned at the top, was uh, Tom Alolo. Uh He's been just fantastic. That yeah. 100 last week after a couple of 70s, I think. Three-round um, average of, what, 87-ish? Yeah. Um, season average, 65, fantastic. So, obviously, another captaincy option this week. Hard to see him getting 200s in a row, but... If he gets 60 and up, that's that's gold as a captain. So, uh, yeah, he'll have Josh Maguire, um, in theory, playing alongside him this week. Maguire's named to start uh, at the front row, uh, which might take away a little bit of his uh, responsibilities, but not much. He's been he's been so good, no matter what the, the team's been around him in the last few weeks. Yep. Um, probably about covers the Cowboys. Manly have got uh, Tommy Turbo named to return. Big news. Um, big break even, so hold off there. Um, Moses Sully returns at centre. Jake Travojevic and Daly Chervins both named in the reserves at this point. Uh, I feel like Jake mostly backed up mm-hmm. um, over the last two seasons, so um, hopefully he plays. Um, Marty Tapao went okay in the bye week, but ended up being Adam Fenua Blake that put in the big yeah. score. Yeah, Fenua Blake uh, got 80 last week. He's, he's, his average is up to 51, which is, you know, proper keeper kind of level. Um, and Cherry Evans is the other one, so. He's, as you said, named in the reserves. I don't know if he'll back up. I mean, usually halves do back up from origin, mm. but he's coming back from injury himself, so they might give him a week. Uh, his break-even's up in the mid to high 80s, so uh, if you don't have him, he's one to wait for a few weeks, You know, hope for some middling scores around 40 or 50, uh, and he's priced to drop a lot because he's really expensive. He was the most expensive player in the game, I think. After the first five or six rounds, um, great to start to the season from him. So he's probably the number one half you want in the run home if you can afford it. But, uh, yeah, wait a few rounds for him. Yep, I am inclined to agree. Uh, The next game is the Broncos and the Titans, another Queensland derby. Um, Broncos, I think, have mostly named their origin guys as well. Um, Andrew McCulloch back very early from a knee injury. He's in the... um, He's on the bench with James Ciagara on a, a one-week ban. Um, Jake Turpin still named in the starting side. Tommy Dearden making some handy cash. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably the other main guy there. And Payne Haas, obviously, in a lot of teams, uh, named to back up. Hoping he only gets sort of 25 to yeah. 30 minutes in origin. A uh, kid with a, a motor like he's got, I probably would 
expect him to back up at this point. Yeah, if he, if he does play 20 or 30 minutes, you think he would, um, and it's hard to see him getting massive minutes in that uh, Blues forward pack on Wednesday night. They've got a lot of players who can play big minutes. Um, yeah, Dearden got a good score last start, 54, so break-even's about zero, so anything is uh, good for his price at this point. Uh, McCulloch's an interesting one on the bench, so it's really good news if you've got Jake Turpin, who gets at least another start at mm. this stage, unless they change things up. Uh, on game day, uh, he's also played really well, Turpin, so yeah. um, there's a reasonable chance he does get a spot somewhere in that 17 in the next few weeks. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Having a look at the um, the Titans, who are in a little bit of a hole at the moment. Uh, again, Origin guy's name to back up. Jai Arrow for the plenty of people who are holding on to him, named to start in 13. Um, Mitch Rain was a little bit below par in the, the bye week. Uh, he's named to start with Nathan Peets in the reserve, so I think Rain's going to be a sell probably as early as next week. Um, Bryce Cartwright again on the bench. He's a sell also. Yeah, there's some quotes from Garth Brennan. We had a story today on NRL.com about um, about Peets' return, and he said Mitch Rain, he can't really drop Mitch Rain because he's been playing well, but he wants Peets somewhere in the in the side, which suggests you know a, a bench run at, at first anyway. But either way, if, if Rain's not playing 80 minutes, his value drops a lot in fantasy. Yeah. He's pretty much a tackle machine, and he won't get 50 tackles if he's not playing 80 minutes. So he looks like a sell uh, pretty soon. Um, Bryce Cartwright as well is a sell on the bench. Didn't get a big score last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, disappointing. Uh, Sunday afternoon, the Panthers up against the Roosters. Um, so Mitch Kenny, who was playing on an exemption, drops to the um, extended reserves with Wade Egan back from injury. He's named to start. Um, Brent Naden, who debuted at centre last week, also an exemption. Looks like he's got another exemption to start again this week. Brian Toto, the winger, um, got close to 50 points uh, without a try. Was I don't, He got 15 tackles, I think, which is a bit unusual for mm. a winger, but five busts and a, a stack of metres as well, so that was a handy score for him. He's um, probably the uh, the cheapy of the week, I'd say, this week. Yeah. S- still reasonably priced, 266 grand. Break-even's in the negatives, I think. So he is a winger, rookie winger. We've had a few troubles with them this year, but always pretty much guaranteed to sprinkle in some some quiet scores with the good ones when you go for a rookie winger. So as long as you're prepared to wear that and not relying on him in the top 17 week to week, he, he could be a decent cash down option. Yep. Um, who else? Nathan Cleary is named in the reserves, so could potentially start depending on how Origin goes. Um, James Fisher-Harris keeps putting in pretty handy scores, yeah. fairly tackle-heavy scores. Yeah, um, Liam Martin had a great game on the weekend, but his fantasy score wasn't massive. I think in the mid-40s, despite a try and a try assist. Mm, nine missed tackles will do that. Yeah, too. that hurts. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Kenny and, and uh, Naden, as you say, they'll pretty much only get a start, I think, if... Um, the alternatives in their positions are uh, injured at this point. So while Egan's fit, I think they're not really allowed to play Kenny. So that's a simple one. Stay away from those two Yep, for that reason. Um, They take on the Roosters. A bit of a surprise in the team list. So first of all, Origin guys are in. So Crichton's named to start. Tedesco's named to start, who a lot of us will be sweating on. Um, Cordner's name, which I was a bit surprised by just because he um, has a, a bit of trouble backing up with a sort of chronic you know, career-long knee injury. He tends to get rests post-origin, which could still happen. Um, they do have a, a longish extended bench. Um, but the 5'8 the for Luke Keary, who's out for six weeks, is Drew Hutchison, the, the former Dragon, who was meant to be their starting half a couple of years ago and then did his ACL in the preseason. Um, so he's in ahead of uh, Brock Lamb, 
who's down in the uh, the extended reserves. Obviously, Lockie Lamb's still out with that uh, fracture. Was it a wrist fracture or some mm. kind of broken arm? I don't remember. Yes. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was a wrist. Um, but yeah, Drew Hutchison, uh, name to start. Yeah, so could be an interesting one. I mean, they've they've used Latrell Mitchell in the at five eighth a little bit this year, which hasn't quite gone mm. great. But that could be a plan going forward. So they could always switch back to that. But um, yeah, if he has a huge game uh, this week or even a pretty decent game, he could be uh, an interesting cash cow option. He's going to be pretty cheap in his uh, return to the NRL. Um, yeah, most eyes, I think, for fantasy coaches will be on Tedesco, whether he backs up. As I said, mm. it, especially if Ponga's out, if Tedesco's out as well, it's going to really hurt some teams. So fingers crossed he uh, comes through unscathed on Wednesday for those of us who have him. Yeah, and Latrell, who's in a, a huge number of yeah, teams true. as well, he's named to start. Um, the other thing to be aware of, they do play on Sunday, which makes it tricky, but Trent Robinson has shown favour towards starting Latrell at 5'8", with whoever the rookie half is on mm. the bench, and yeah, Mitch Orbison starting in the centres. So Drew Hutchison may get... 20 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever it is rather than, than 80. So just keep an eye on the late mail again for that one. Final game of the weekend is on the Monday public holiday. Bulldogs are pretty much unchanged. A couple of switcheroos between the starting side and the bench. Uh, Dylan Napa in the reserves pending um, origin. Anyone catching your eye fantasy-wise? If you've got Tolman, hold Tolman. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, dogs coming last in the later at the moment, which, you know... Results in not that many great fantasy scorers. Uh, the cash cows have kind of come and gone, I think. So mm. not a lot of love for, for doggies in fantasy right now. Yeah, agreed. Uh, <laughs> so dragons have... Um, so Tim Laffey is out um, with, a, I think it was an ankle, yep, injury. ankle injury. So that means Zach Lomax moves from fullback back into the centres. Matt Dufty is back in the starting side. Um, Corey Norman is back from a, uh, a facial fracture. He's in the halves with Jay Field because Ben Hunt has been named to back up from Origin alongside all his uh, New South Wales counterparts on the uh, the bench or the extended reserves. Yeah, the reserves. Um, which is, tends to be what uh, Paul McGregor does with his Origin guys. He names them in the reserves and then whoever's um, fit and ready to go kind of comes into the, the, the team on, on game day. Um, Cameron McInnes we had a few questions mm. about starting at hooker now he got 80, not only 80 minutes but a monster score last start but they um, they were missing players who were dropping like flies through injury James Graham and Lafayne Tyson Frizzell got concussed I'm kind of curious as to what bench hooker Reese Robson does to McInnes' minutes in a game that isn't affected by injury and other dramas yeah I mean when you pick a bench hooker you probably plan on him playing hooker not uh, filling in mm. at, at lock or second row as he did he replaced uh, Frizzell uh, last start when he got injured so yeah every chance McInnes um, if he goes back to the bench or into a lock role I mean they did famously or infamously mm. mix up their uh, their spine in the first few rounds of the season rotating everybody uh, including McInnes so yeah I I would despite that great score last week I, or last game I would um, wait and see what they do with Robson when all their players come through a game without going off injured and, yeah, what the game plan is for McInnes. Yeah, I'd be holding off a week. Uh, that brings us to the end of the team changes. So we get cracking on some of the questions. Certainly. Um, is Tom Travojevic a buy this week despite injury concerns this year? Comes in via Evan P. I'd, uh, I'd be waiting a week. His break-even's up around 60, I think. 60-ish, yeah. Yeah, coming back from injury. Um, you know, he's a great scorer. Yeah, I can give you 55 a game, but he might not do that in his first game back. So, yeah, wait and see. Hopefully, 
he has a decent game, but he's um, you know scores forty or whatever his price drops, and you can get him in a week or two at a discount. Yep. Um, Ryan Didrickson, a dual position updates coming soon. They are already in. Damo Lenahan, when will Drew Hutchison be added? He's already in too. Uh, Lachlan Cox trading Bryce Cartwright to John Bateman, but can only fund this by cashing out Hudson Young to a player that's between 212 and 300k. What's my best target, or should I hold off a week? I'd do that now. Make those trades? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so not a lot of great cheapies this week. Um, the Panthers winger, uh, Toho, Toho. Yep, is maybe the best. I think his break even's in the negatives. Mm. He's 266, which isn't base price, but he's got a few decent scores behind him. Just don't be shocked if he gets 15 points this week, or mm. 30, or 40, or 50. Could be anything. Um, otherwise, well, Hutchison seems risky. Yeah, risky, but I mean, if he goes well, he's probably got four or five games until Kiri gets back. Yeah. So, no, you know, lay down obvious great cheapies this week. Um, what's Dearden at? Is Tom Dearden made too much money to be yeah, out of that bracket? Pro- no, I think you missed the boat on him. His break-even's about one, but unless he keeps getting 50s, then he's going to run out of price rises pretty soon. Yeah, so it depends how much you're willing to gamble, I suppose. But, yeah, the, the cut right to Bateman trade is a is a good one. Yeah, even if you just have to, Probably a bit early for cash downs, isn't it? You, you, you want to... Getting a non-player? Yeah. It seems risky. We're mm. halfway through the season. I agree. Uh, double bunger from Alistair. First one is uh, his one trade is Reed Marnie to John Bateman um, and benching Sherry. I don't hate it, but I think I'd rather keep Marnie for now. Yeah, Marnie's still scoring 50 points a game. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, keeper level. Uh, I wouldn't... Re- I mean, that, that points upgrade, what's Bateman going to get you? 55 or something? So yeah. it's worth making a trade for five points. Um, he's posted his team, which normally I'm against because it... You know, it means we have to spend more time looking at stuff. But he, he has Blake, Blake Laurie in that reserves list, and I'd, I think he's a similar price, so I'd trade him instead to, yep. um, to Bateman. I wasn't going to read the team. Um, <laughs> but the second part of the question is, who's a better captaincy option out of Jason Tamalolo and Cam Smith? I reckon they're the two standouts yeah. probably comfortably. Yeah. As soon as Smith retired from Origin last year, he, uh, he stocks rose a lot for this time of the year, and... Obviously, Tomalolo, not an origin player, so those two uh, are the superstars. It's hard to go past Tomalolo after his 100 last week. Go with the man in form. I mean, you yeah. know, Maguire's named and backing up. The forward yeah. stocks have taken a bit of a hit, or the, the team's taken a bit of a hit. Um, he's played 80 or close to it the last couple. He's just in ripping form, I yeah. think, while he's uh, on fire. Just stick with him. That's what I'll be doing. Keep it simple. Uh, Luke Saunders, is it time to start upgrading decent players like Mitch Rain, Nickel Klockstadt, Micah Sivo, or should I get rid of the flops first like Hudson Young, Michaela Ravalawa, Matt Dufty? Uh, flops first, I think. Yeah, especially um, the ones that are going to lose money. Yeah, that's the main thing. So um, even if you don't have uh, a coach subscription, you can kind of tell which direction players' prices are going. They may have lost some money already. Um, yeah, you want to avoid... You want to sell them now before they lose too much cash. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, Hudson Young, he's suspended for five games, uh, which is bad, but he won't lose any money in that time. So if you have players who are losing money, uh, sell them first. Um, of the good players I mentioned, yeah, Mitch Rain could start going backwards this week. Probably a hold this week, but will probably be a sell pretty, pretty soon. Pretty soon. Uh, Clockstad's definitely a hold this week. Definitely hold him, yeah. And Sebo, as we said, hold if you need some coverage at winger mm. fullback. He can certainly be sold now if you're not worried about being left short yeah, and exactly. the wing fullbacks. I think his break-even's up around 40-ish. Yep. 
Um, Paul Burns, should I sell Mitch Rain and Mike Sivo to bring in Cam Smith and Tom Travojevic? Or should I hold Sivo for a week to see how Turbo goes? I'd probably wait on Turbo. Just the hamst- two hamstrings in one season is a little bit of a concern. Yeah. Yeah, it's borderline because he and Sivo could both drop the same amount of money this week. Um, it's more the injury, I think. Also. Exactly. So, so, yeah, maybe for that. The Rain to Cam Smith one looks a great trade. Yeah, do that. Um, Jay is trading Hudson Young and Mitch Rain out. Needs a halfback and a fullback with Bates Bateman a target for the week after. Um, should I get Adam Reynolds and chance to call Clockstat? Uh, CNK, it's an awkward time. We just had a question, yeah, someone it's... asking about trading him out. So he's more of a 45-point player, and you want ideally 50 and up uh, mm. in those winger fullback slots if you can afford it. Uh, so, yeah, Reynolds is a is a yes. He's been really solid, 53 points a game, but uh, CNK, probably not. Mm. If you can get a, and this isn't the right week to do it, but a Ponga or a Tedesco uh, or an RTS in a few weeks. Yeah, they're the three guys. And you don't want to play I mean, they've, they've all got question marks, yeah. but you want ideally three of those four guys at the back. Yep. Uh, Thomas needs a cheapie under 360k. Um, who's the best this week? Yeah, like we said, Brian Toto and Drew Hutchison have got claims, but the rest of them are all pretty. Yeah, it's not a great cash cow week. Mm. But even yeah, the more that doesn't fall into that bracket. But um, Silva Havili's probably got a a better claim than those guys. Yeah. Last week was the week to get Havili if you wanted someone in that bracket. Cano uh, asks Brian Toto base stats look great last two games, but round ten he was on the other wing for eighty minutes, only got seven points. Should we just expect the recent form? Cautious due to previous winger cash cows. Expect nothing, I think, from yeah. a rookie winger from any team, especially a team that like the Panthers that has been struggling. Uh, yeah, as he's pointed out, he can score seven, he can score forty-eight. So mm. uh, if you get him, just take the good with the bad, um, and hope that there's a few more big scores in the in the short term. So his price, you know, rises quickly. I think he's going to have some quiet scores regardless of which side of the field he's on, yes. as well being a, a rookie winger. Uh, Ty Breezy is comfortable with his starting side. Um, looking at trading Mitch Rain to Albert Hopawati, I assume, as a non-player since he's out for the season. Um, as we said before, I'm not sure about. Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, at some point, maybe coming out of Origin, you could do it. Um, you could get someone for round who plays around what's the buy round 16 yeah. and then disappears and use that as a loophole option if you like. But especially a week like this week when there's players who could drop out of Origin, we won't know till till game day. A lot, I reckon a lot of teams could be short of... You could have 16 players in action. So I definitely wouldn't intentionally cut a player from my you know, run with 20 players. Uh, at this point, it's only around 13. There's 25 rounds. Mm. It's a whole second half of the season. We have... There could be injuries coming out of origin in the second half of the year. So, yeah, it seems a big gamble. I wouldn't do it just yet. Yeah, same. Uh, John Maloney has Mitch Rain, uh, Jake Turpin and Hudson Young, who are the priorities to trade out. Um, so Turpin's fine. Hold him. Hold him if, for now. If he starts, um, Rain might go backwards. Young won't, but he won't get you any points at all this week. So it kind of depends on what your team needs. Mm. Um, if the points matter more, then sell Young and get another scorer. But otherwise, maybe Rain. Yeah, yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Cool. Um, another question about Tommy Turbo again. I'd say hold off a week. Yep. Um, 
Dylan is looking at buying Cam McInnes this week. Worry about Robson taking minutes off him. Is he still a buy at his price, or should I wait and see? I'd hold off if possible. Yeah, I think wait and see. We've just seen with Robbie Farrow, who's gone very quickly from you know, a probable gun to uh, someone we're talking about selling just because of uh, the bench hooker taking minutes off him. So don't... Uh, yeah, you'd kick yourself if you bought him now. Already thinking about this, and then if Robson took minutes off him, mm. you know he's a no-go. So, and there's so many other hookers as we've mentioned, Smith, Cook, and the like. So I'd probably wait a week. Definitely, uh, Ryan Hadley uh, looking to upgrade to some guns. Looking at Daly Cherry Evans or a gun front row forward. Uh, yeah, so DCE, I think in three or four weeks, maybe even after Origin, with his price to drop, he's pretty expensive. Uh, the gun front rowers. Who are they? Fafita, Payne Haas. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, then you start getting down to Clemmer, to Powell, Twile after that. Yeah, so, I mean, get Haas and Fafita if you haven't already, but that'd be this at this point, and then DCE later on if you've got the money. Clemmer took eight or nine weeks to get his first sub-50 score, and he's now got three sub-50s in Mm. his last four starts. He might actually be a nice buy coming out of Origin if he can get back to those. Mind you, he was scoring better when the Knights were bad. That's it. His his points uh, have increased a lot, I think, through his tackle numbers, his tackle counts. Correct. Uh, yeah, you could argue that coincides with the Knights defending more in games they're losing and now they're playing well. He's, his scoring has gone down. So maybe he's going to now revert back to the scores he's had you know, for years at the Dogs. So, yeah, I'd be questionable about getting Clemmer now. But, yeah, so for Feeder or, or Haas, if you haven't got him, I'd be surprised if you haven't got, well, Haas, certainly. At least one, yeah. Um, and then DC later on. Yep. Uh, Rodney made a rash decision and brought in Joe Stimson two weeks ago, thinking he was going to force his way back into the side now that he's signed with the Dogs. What's going to happen? Should I hold him? I think on the bench you just have to say Some of us have made rash <laughs> calls about Joe Stimson this year. I may have uh, overhyped him a little bit at the start of the season. Everyone's forgotten about that now, though. So, um, yeah, no, he's on the bench. He probably won't be starting any time now. I'd, I'd trade him out. Yeah, I think you might just have to wear Cut it. your losses. Um, brings us to the end of the questions. That was a, a monster addition to get through. Lots a big of uh, week. uncertainty heading into the weekend. Um, obviously, um, go the Blues. Go the Blues. <laughs> and go all my uh, origin-related fantasy players not getting injured, <laughs> more importantly. Exactly. Um, so we've got the – what have we got? We've got the, the preview video, obviously, coming on NRL.com on Wednesday. Late Mail Crew podcast on Thursday. Lone Scout Q&A also on Thursday. Um, Steve Renoff, Jamie Soward podcast. So I'm actually chatting with Sowie this week for his podcast. We're talking about why Premiers struggle to go back-to-back, so keep an eye out for that one. Uh, hopefully Friday that's going up. Um, and obviously NRL.com for your Late Mail and breaking news heading into the weekend. Thanks a lot, and we'll catch you next week.